Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. We are going to shift gears now from space uh, back to uh, the realm that we live in and how to grow your business, your uh, influence through networking. And so I am going to welcome my next guest here. Good morning, John. Good morning to you, lady. And don't don't be don't be sh- too sure we're not still in space. <laughs> well, it's a different kind of space. <laughs> well, we just had a, a very very interesting morning, starting off with uh, inventor, innovator, blogger, and author Dan Bricklin uh, talking about technology and its role in uh, helping to leave a legacy, and then of course John McBride who. Uh, was one of the early uh, shuttle astronauts and, and is now playing a, a real significant role in, in teaching our kids about leadership and uh, over at the Kennedy Space Center. So uh, now we have with us John Milton Fogg, and uh, I am just going to call you John because that's what your website says you want to be called. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> it is a good thing because that's the name your mama gave you. So, uh, John, you are not only uh, a, a networker uh, by, by uh, I would say, by, by trade, but you're also, you've written quite a number of uh, both books and, and tomes and, and uh, blogs yourself. And uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh Gosh, that's my least favorite question in the world. No, I know, but you know what? The the humility that that uh, comes out of that is something that people also need to learn from John. And and uh, you know, you've got a, a very very interesting background. And I think if you can just share that as a point of interest, our listeners would appreciate it. Oh dear woman, I don't know where to start with that. I'm much better answering questions. Uh, <laughs> what you know, I, I grew up with. Uh, as an only child of a working mom, um, so I've, I've ended up surrounding myself with strong women my whole life. Uh, I have a highly developed feminine side. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in photography, which I practiced for a while, and I got to be a writer by default. I was working for a natural and health food company and. Uh, I ended up in the marketing department, running the marketing department, and we had some budget cutbacks and couldn't afford to hire a writer, so I began to study doing it. And lo and behold, ended up writing for a, a living and a loving. I mean, I, what the two things I like to do most in this world, uh, one is to write. I love to write. I do, too. Um, Man, it just, uh, it trans, you know, I've I've been looking at this recently as to what is it about writing that is so, that, that creates such energy for me. 
uh, all kinds. And um, one is that it's it's the freedom. It, it gives me freedom, Chicky, to not go where I go in other places. Um, that's pretty obtuse, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yes, clarity, clarity. The writer, the writer is known for his clarity. Um, yeah, but obtuse was a good word, so you know, I, you know, I know something. Uh, there's a, there's a freedom of expression in it, oh, and I get cool. that freedom of expression in two places. One is when I write, and the other is when I'm working as a, whether this is professional or personal. When I'm working as a teacher or a coach or a mentor or a student, those two areas of my life are the places I'm, I'm free. I'm me. I'm yeah. not concerned about doing something stupid, being ashamed, being humiliated, being criticized, negative, nye, nye, nye. Right. none of that stuff is present when I'm doing that, and I guess I'm reflecting back on this is the kind of thing that that in in workshops and seminars and uh, you know at the at the hand and feet of coaches and mentors and gurus in the past would say, well, that's because you're coming from your power. Well, you know what? As airy fairy uh, jargony as that may be, I think it's true. Yeah, you know, and and those are actually you, you've hit on something that's near and dear to my heart because those are the two places I feel the most comfortable too, and you know it's manifested itself at different in different ways throughout my life, and and I've always written as a part of who I am in my business life. Um, you know, I love to write and journal and blog. Um, you know, both on the personal and professional side, and you know I wrote my first published book back in in two thousand. And, um, you know, the one thing that is still, uh, you know, unrealized on, on my side that, that uh, you have done an immense amount of is, is keynote speaking. And I've done some keynoting, you know, within my own industry, um, but, you know, haven't been able to stand up in, in front of an audience, um, you know, that didn't already know me by reputation, you know, from, from my industry expertise. And, you know, that's one of the things that, that I know when I get up there, I am just going to totally fall into my my place, you know, just what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't like, quote, keynote speaking, uh, because I'm too much of a student teacher, I'm too much of a coach. It's all about conversation right. for me. And so when I do it, I attempt, just like when I write, I, I, I try my darnest to to write as a conversation. Now, technically, I am convinced and have never heard a contrary point of view. I'm sure there are some scientists of cognition and how the brain works who, who would argue this, but I think that when we read, we speak inside our heads. Um, so... Uh, the first major league book I wrote, the first book I wrote with my own name on it, I'd, I'd edited and what they used to call ghost-written uh, for people, uh, a number of books. But the first one with my name on it was called The Greatest Networker in the World. And one of the uh, technologies, I hate to say techniques because we usually pass that off as a cheap shot or a shortcut, 
but one of the uh, one of the things I did was to fill it with dialogue, make it a conversation, because my sense was that brought people into it uh, more readily, and the energy and feeling were were more easily and completely uh, transmitted. Uh, through through doing it that way and that's the same thing when i speak um i want it to be a conversation many times for example people will ask me to do uh radio stuff or a teleconference teleseminar and you know they think they're going to wind me up and <laughs> let me go for half an hour and i say absolutely not now right. i can spend 25 minutes answering one question that's easy and I do it because I talk too much. You know, I'm a writer. I'm paid by the word. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting, though, John, because as you mentioned that, when I take a look back at the hundred interviews that I have done, the ones uh, that allow me to be more conversational in the way that we work together uh, on the radio broadcast have always been the best shows. And, you know, I, I have just been so poisoned by uh, the whole webinar, uh, and, and I mean, you used a, a little different term for it, but it's the same kind of thing, where people do believe you can wind up someone and they can spout out information for whatever period of time. And uh, that just really isn't my preference. I think that, that the art of conversation is really what provides value to people. Hey, well, you know, tell me, when was the last time you sat down for coffee or dinner or uh, a chunk of an afternoon with another human being, friend or not, stranger, somebody newly met, and they talked for 45 minutes and you listened, and you had a great time? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm a network way. marketer. I, I'm a network marketer. We have a famous thing called a three-way call, and that is where you're talking to somebody about your product or your business, and you're on the phone with them, and you bring your sponsor, you bring your upline person on. Well, right. in my history, I've had an upline person who said, you know, who started the call by saying, "Look, I've only got about ten minutes, so let me tell you about this." Forty-five minutes later, he stopped talking. Oh, no. And it was only the respect, trust, no like business that I had with this prospect that kept that person with any interest at all. Because that kind of behavior just blows people away. Life is created in conversation. It's the thing we do that the animals don't. And if you look at anything, you know, relationships, intimacy, politics, uh, of course, education, business, fun, adventure, you name it. You know, it's all conversation. It's all conversation. I mean, we jump on our sea dews or climb our mountains and, and we just have a blast. And I'll tell you, the, the rich part of it is, you know, sitting down with a cup of tea, beer, or whatever is your beverage of choice afterwards and talking about it. Right. You know, and I think this is one of the challenges at, at this particular moment in time when when electronic conversation and relationships are so dominant. Um, you know, whether it be the the um, you know microblogging on Twitter and and various other things, we've got so many people talking and so few people listening and responding. Oh, my my favorite drive-by postings. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, Lord deliver me. Love the book. Great note. Yeah, stop. What made it a great note? What did you love about it? Please, Lord, give some thought to this. You know what right. this is like? Have you ever um, encountered somebody, like a chance encounter, and they go, hi, how are you, and keep on walking? <laughs> I mean, it feels violating. Right. Why did you ask me? Do you, do you really want to know how I am? Because I'd love to tell you. <laughs> But yeah. when that don't ask if you don't want to know. Yeah, and so here we have Twitter, you know, which has brought that to a, uh, a promiscuous art. Um, ugh. You know, just I hate it. So if somebody does a post or somebody does an update on, you know, on Facebook or somebody makes a comment, you know, I want to go in there and say, gosh, this was a great note because. Right. You know. What I liked about this was, you know, people will send me, loved your book. Always, always, Chicky, I write back, what is it you loved about it and what made that important to you? I want a conversation with another human being. Right. And I, you, I am fed up with but forgiving of, uh, because I'd like people to be forgiving of me too, thank you, Um <laughs> of that behavior, and, and the reason for the forgiveness is we were never taught. Right. right. Our parents didn't teach us, for the most part. Our school sure didn't teach us. And the thing we were never taught the most, and, and, and it, it's funny because this strikes people as backwards, and this cycles back, Chicky, to why I'm not comfortable doing keynotes, is because I believe that speaking is all about asking questions the human mind is a questioning machine. It's hardwired right. to ask questions. You know, Tony Robbins is right. And uh, when you're doing a keynote, you ain't asking nothing. It's tell, 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 sell, sell, sell. Right. <laughs> if you're a pro, it's sell, sell, sell. Get thee to the back of the room. That's the point of a <laughs> keynote. So, you know, what people don't seem to get is that questions come out of listening. When you're really listening, you need not worry in a business or a personal conversation about what questions to ask. When you really listen, pop, 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 come right out of the conversation. Mm, I love that. that that's, that's worth quoting. You know, you know <laughs> that's what, might what be I fun. love about I, what you have said, John. <laughs> can I give people a free, no-strings-attached URL that's going to be fun for them? It's a quiz that they can Absolutely. take. Okay, um, here it is. It's pretty simple. www.speakingandlisteningspeakingandlisteningcom/quiz. Q-U-I-Z. Speakingandlistening.com/quiz. Um, if you're intrigued when you go there, uh, look around. Uh, the site, there is a link that says free resources and there is a ton of stuff on speaking and listening. It's all giveaway, no strings. I do not offer that course right now. You can't take it anyway. So there's nothing to buy. But go take the quiz. It will blow your mind. 
And, and what's really fun and helpful is if you rate yourself as a listener on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is you are masterful, and 1 is you stink. You never, ever listen. Just rate yourself on that scale, and then take the quiz, and then rate yourself again. Interesting. And then do it in a month or two months, and see if by having the awareness of the ways in which we don't listen, uh, and, and just the awareness, just the awareness, because most of our listening is habitual, and a habit is something we do without conscious awareness, without paying attention. So if we focus on uh, and, and, and bring into our awareness the fact that we're interpreting, the fact that we're interrupting, the fact that we're plotting, planning, uh, fighting, uh, any of these things we do, dreaming, any of these things we do that has us not listen, just bringing that into your face, so to speak, uh, is really helpful and will help you change it. Well, and it's interesting because you and I were talking about about our kids yesterday, and and uh, I've got an 11 year old who is the carbon copy of of me, and so you know I'm trying to help her avoid some of the traps that at 52, you know, I'm still falling into daily, and and uh, I am so glad that you shared this link with me because not only will it be good for me, but I think it will give me some practical ways to help her not be so distracted, preoccupied, and forgetful, which are, are um, you know, the things that she is plagued with even at age uh, 11 because she's so bright and, you know, she's just always off to the next thing and not paying attention at all to what's going on in the present. Um, you know, I want to I talk a little bit about um, your whole notion about the word belief and uh I love uh, your uh, Belief Busters uh, project. Can you talk a little bit about that? What your mind believes you will achieve always and in all ways. That's, that's just it, girl. Um, our beliefs, human beings' beliefs, are our operating system. They control all of the hardware and software of of this human enterprise we are. Uh, and think of it just like your computer. Your computer has an operating system. The applications that are running on it, your ability to do email, browse, right. get on Facebook, uh, Google this, Google that, print, uh, input, output, any of that, all that is based on your operating system. And in a human being, that operating system lives at the level of beliefs. And we weren't born believing anything. That's true. So all of our beliefs are acquired in some way. Some were shoved down our throat. Some were uh, surreptitiously masterfully brainwashed into us. Uh, Madison Avenue and Mom and Dad were really good at those two. Yep. Uh, so we are this collection of beliefs, and beliefs are, you know, don't, don't mystify them. A belief is a simple yet powerful thing. 
it's simple to the fact that a belief is a habit of thought. You have this thought and have this thought and have this thought and get evidence for this thought and have this thought pushed in again and again and again and again and again and pretty soon, I believe, is what comes up. Right. And because it is a habit, you can change it. Now, please, I am not saying, and that's so easy-peasy, it's just amazing. (laughs) It's not. It is hard work, and in some ways it could be the hardest work you ever do. Because some of these, you know, for the most part, we've long ago, you know, anybody who's 30, 40, 50, more, uh, long ago has passed the point where we have our beliefs. (laughs) They have us. (laughs) You know, that's just that. And it takes a concerted effort. And there are wonderful technologies to use uh, and, and insights to use. And, and that's the whole business of what I did when I created Belief Busters. And, and people say, well, Belief Busters is really negative. How about, how about building positive belief? Well, yeah, absolutely. But what I learned was until you bust the limiting, self-sabotaging, underlying negative belief you can you can play with all the positive stuff you want laying it on top but it's laying on a foundation which will erode it you know or explode it mm-hmm. and Absolutely. that's that's why you want to go after the negative ones there's a uh oh i'm going to forget his name paul oh he wrote that um you can't afford the luxury of a negative belief. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gosh, what was his name? Oh, darn. Anyhow, <clears throat> he uh, he said he wrote the book and, and spent his adult life working on uh, the business of belief. He said because there are people who see the glass as half empty and there are people who see the glass as half full. I'm the kind of guy who sees the glass and thinks, uh-oh, somebody's going to knock that over or steal it from me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know, beliefs are powerful things. And if you if you got a specific question, I'm happy to answer it. Well, no, I mean, I just I found that so powerful as I was looking through your, uh, you know, your various resources and and, you know, I'm I'm just so grateful that you do provide so many things, uh, you know, that are available without having to sign up and pay. I mean, you do ask for for email address, and and that's all about the conversation, right, about the relationship, because you do want to know, uh, you know, who is tapping into what you've been giving out. And, I mean, you and I met through... Uh, through my friends uh, John David Mann and, and Bob Berg, who wrote The Go-Giver. And, you know, I can see the art of giving woven, you know, through a lot of what you do. So um, uh, I am going to dig into this belief buster stuff because I think you're you're absolutely right. And the picture, the, the mental picture that you painted in that whole crumbling foundation, that if you're just trying to load the, the, the positive beliefs, uh, you know, on top of that foundation, you know, you're just never going to get where you need to go. And, and you know, this show is all about growth and legacy. And and so if I want to grow both personally and professionally, uh, and I do want to leave a legacy, uh, I certainly don't want it uh, built on those unwanted limiting and self-sabotaging beliefs. 
um, that, you know, crept in, uh, you know, many times without me even knowing that they did. You talked about Madison Avenue. You know, you talk about what happens with young girls today who are seeing, you know, the the skinny, the blonde, the you know, whatever it is that they're not. And even though, you know, somebody isn't saying to them, you know, you're not all these things, I mean, they're they're making that connection just by seeing the pictures. You know, and I, I know you're you're the father of a young young daughter as well. So it, it's something that we have to uh, you know work hard to disarm. I'm sorry, dear. I had you on mute. I was saying two daughters. I get it. I get it twice, and they come with a wife. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I I have uh, an 11 year old daughter and a nine year old son, and. Uh, it's been really interesting to see the the contrast between uh, you know having had a girl first and and watching uh, kind of the belief system uh, you know that that has permeated my son's life because we adopted him when he was three from Russia and and so he didn't have that you know first three years of our influence on his life I mean he clearly had people who influenced him and you know you just never know about the beliefs that are are instilled during those first three formative years and I mean I watch. Uh, you know, kind of that um, survival uh, instinct kick in on him, and you know, my my daughter isn't that way. Uh, so, you know, I think we the, those beliefs can go back pretty far. So, uh, again, I'm I'm very thankful that you shared that. And for those who are listening, uh, the site um, that John has that talks about this is beliefbusters.com. Um, John, what else do you want to leave with our listeners as as you take a look at at the things uh and you know networking has kind of been uh your your most recent life's work um and and a lot of that has been devoted to network marketing but uh you know what what are the words of wisdom that you would like to share on the importance of networking as a growth agent and and does that all tie back to this whole notion of conversations? Ooh, I'm I'm not sure how to answer that, Chicky, because I'm not sure where you're going with networking. Um, I, I guess uh, let me deal out another URL: uh, John Milton Fog dot com slash t g n tom george nancy good thank you i was trying to you know i i wasn't in the military so i can't i i can't do that tango bravo fandango <laughs> so it's t g n tom I, george I, nancy weekend w e e k e n d that's John Milton slash TGN weekend. Uh, and the reason I'm sending you there, I'm doing a, a, a special weekend, I, I don't know, retreat, whatever, um, based on the book I wrote called The Greatest Networker in the World. And uh, blessed to sell a million copies of that character. If you scroll down the page, the book is available. As a PDF ebook for free, and it's also available as a three-part because it's long. It's like three plus hours, uh, read by the author. Right. Um, three-part audio MP3, so you can download that. You can stick it on an iPod, burn it to a CD, listen to it while you're jogging in your car. 
that the stuff that I talk about there in the book and write about and the story that I tell it through, and it is a story, uh, that's the most important uh, you know, chunk of legacy that I can give your listeners uh, today, Chicky. It's the best of me, as my family will be glad to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I am downloading it as we speak, and I, I uh, love uh, to listen to books uh, on my iPod because I really, really need to get out and get some exercise. My doctor tells me that that, that is going to be necessary in order for me to leave my legacy, uh, meaning getting over uh, my parents' legacy of uh, both dying at 75. I don't want to be that since I waited until 40 to become a mom. Well, well, you um, know, I mean, I've, as I've told you, I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and I am dancing at their weddings, I'll tell you. Absolutely. And I'm 61 now, so. Well, that is my uh, dream as well, and uh, I am looking forward to adding your your book and your insights to uh, to my walking regime, which as soon as this show is over today, uh, I need to get out and do that, despite the fact that we're having another gloomy day here in Florida. Well, John, it has absolutely been delightful, and uh, you've given a, a lot of different places for people to reach you. Um, I am going to post those on the Solutions Live uh, blog site, which is solutionslive.blogspot.com, and Solutions is spelled with a Z. So, uh, again, I appreciate you taking the time, and I look forward to the day that we can meet. So do I, my dear. Thank you very much. All right, John. Take care. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.